Hi there, this is Larry Goldman. You're listening to The Binge 10. Here is what's good for the week of April 11th on all your favorite streaming services, all the networks, all of cable. Here's what premiered last week, and here's what's good to watch this week. There was a lot of stuff coming out last week. Lots to review. Let's get right into it real, real fast. First of all, Home Economics on ABC. Um, stars Topher Grace from that 70s show. Uh, and I'm glad to see him back in like just a standard sitcom. Nothing too strange or awkward about this show. They're not trying to reinvent uh, the entire sitcom paradigm. Just simply about three siblings who have vastly different financial situations that they're dealing with. It premiered last week. I laughed hard. I'm going to keep watching it. I recommend Home Economics. Uh, them. I always get excited when Amazon has a new show. Uh, they're definitely trying to be a little bit more deliberate uh, than Netflix. You know, Netflix is probably coming out with seven or eight new shows a week. Them came out in its entirety last week. So unlike Invincible or The Boys, it's not a series, it's a binge. Um, you know, most people will immediately draw parallels to kind of like a Jordan Peele ripoff. You know, I mean, Jordan people even had a show called Us. This is called Them. And it just may be that kind of a show. Uh, you know, I'll need to watch a little bit more of it to make sure. But a couple episodes in, um, uh, you know, I can confirm that there is, you know, a heavy, heavy dose of uh, 1950s racism in California. You're going to get uh, quite a bit of that extremely, extremely uncomfortable stuff. But uh, no doubt uh, an accurate portrayal of what was going on at that time. Um, Allison Pills from Newsroom, most recently from Picard. She's the White Housewife who gives the series its title. She's phenomenal as an absolutely horrible, horrible neighbor who's trying to get them uh, out of the neighborhood. Um the acting by the whole cast is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, they throw in a little bit of horror and supernatural. That hasn't quite fully formed yet. I think I'm in episode three. You get, a, like I said, a few minutes a week of some kind of supernatural stuff. We're not sure where that's going. Right now, I give them just an okay. But I get the feeling that could change at any moment if they turn the corner or even they have a, a great finale. I think, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch this one all the way through. Uh, Snabba Cash. So on Netflix, this is out of either Sweden or Norway. I can't totally tell, and Googling it tells me a little bit of both. It's a story about really, well, a bunch of things, and I'm not sure how it all fits together. There's definitely one storyline regarding an entrepreneur who's running some sort of incubator but focusing on a very, very specific startup. In fact, her startup helps other startups. Um, she's trying to switch from one investor to another, and she's a little short on cash. Uh, but then there's a whole other storyline, two drug gangs fighting over territories. Not quite sure how all this intersects. 
though it looks like her brother-in-law might be, you know, kind of in charge of one of the other gangs. Um, after a few episodes, this one's just okay. Again, I'm going to keep watching it, though. Uh, Gangs of London. So I mentioned Gangs of London last week. We did get to see the pilot on AMC last year, but then they, they quickly moved it uh, behind the uh, subscription veil uh, to AMC Plus, and we never got to see anything else for free. Um, so episode two came out on Sunday. They're going to show the rest of the series. I still like this show. The story is basically about a crime boss uh, that's been murdered, and his kid is looking for the killer, plain and simple. Uh, there are rival factions. There's rival family members. Of course, there's undercover police officer officers. Uh, some big time violence. Some great fight scenes. And the story, though not so original, is interesting enough. Uh, and the characters are interesting enough. I recommend Gangs of London uh, if you like the the mafia type of genre. Um, Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, the mid-season premiere was this week. Uh, you've heard my feelings on the main Walking Dead series. Um, if last week, you know, with Negan's backstory was a season finale, I have to believe they're about to give up on this any moment. I mean, they really phoned it in this uh, kind of the second half of the season. But Fear of the Walking Dead has always been good the last couple years. Uh, I do hope they get to some sort of end story with the war against Virginia. Uh, the mid-season premiere started off with a bang and a good old-fashioned Walking Dead killing of a main star. Always appreciated, always surprising, did not see it coming. Really good stuff. I recommend Fear the Walking Dead. It will be a little tricky to come in mid-season, but it's not that smart that you can't figure it out in a couple episodes. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, so on Freeform on Thursdays, this premiered last week two sh- with a two-show extravaganza. Uh, as a reminder, this is the story of a gay Australian man who moves to Los Angeles to take care of his younger stepsisters when his father dies. Uh, one sister's autistic. She's in college or trying to get into college. And the other sister's in high school. The two premieres focused mostly on the autistic sister who is dealing with uh, some, uh, trying to make some choices about her sexuality. Uh, the whole family is dealing with the ultimate boredom of the COVID lockdown. The series started off season two with two awesome shows, absolutely hysterical. Even when they graze upon kind of a serious uh, piece of the show or a piece of the character. They always come back with some major humor. I highly, highly recommend everything's going to be okay. The Nevers premiered on HBO. Like I said, it was a big, big week. Uh, And the Nevers may be the best of the bunch. So this is set in the late 1800s. Written, created, and directed by Joss Whedon from all sorts of Marvel stuff. Uh, There was some sort of uh, visitation. Maybe it was Alien. Maybe it was spiritual, maybe something else. They gave a bunch of people supernatural powers. Uh, These people are being persecuted, and a group of women are creating a sanctuary to organize and protect these people. Uh, This is half superpowers, half crazy 19th century James Bond science gadgets, 
great action. The lead character, the woman, uh, has some great fight scenes. She is a badass. I like the story so far. Uh, a little bit somewhat similar to Irregulars on Netflix, based in the same timeline, time frame, based in London, supernatural stuff. No superpowers, though. I think there is one woman with uh, who's like a witch or something like that. Uh, but this one's much, much, much more adult. So I am highly recommending Nevers. Kung Fu, rebooting the 1960s cult classic Kung Fu in its next incarnation of the Shaolin monks. But instead of walking the earth, these are female Shaolin monks, and they are back home in San Francisco with their families. Uh, there is some good uh, martial arts choreography, nothing as inventive or as crazy as Into the Badlands when that was on AMC. The key is that this is on the CW, right? So there is, of course, lots of angst, family angst, Boyfriend angst, sibling angst, lots and lots of angst. Um, in the background, there's the supernatural story about gathering eight weapons to rule the world, and the main character wants to get revenge on whoever killed her mentor and is stockpiling these eight weapons to rule the world. I think Kung Fu was just okay. I'm going to give it some more time. I'm not going to give up on it just yet. Um, Rebel. So Rebel uh, on ABC, based on the Aaron Brockovich story, stars Katie Segal. Gotta hand it to Katie Segal. She is working it. She does hit after hit and will not be stopped. Katie Segal, of course, Modern Family, the longest running live comedy of all time. Sons of Anarchy, very critically acclaimed. She just keeps churning out the hits. She was also on Shameless last year. I almost forgot. She was on Shameless last year as well. Rebel is uh, fighting against all sorts of evil corporations. She uses her three kids from three different husbands. They're lawyers, they're doctors, they're investigators, and they all help her out when she needs it. John Corbett also in it. You know, John Corbett from Sex and the City, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll, about a thousand other things. Uh, that's her fourth husband. May look like her fourth divorce. Andy Garcia stars as her boss, the lawyer. He has to actually make the, the cases work. Um, so obviously they shelled out the big bucks for this. They got all the right people on it. Um, I, you know, I can guess how each case is going to go. There's some good laughs. We'll have to wait for a few more episodes to see if they can pull this off. It's almost like a network Goliath. Um, so we'll see if they can pull this off. I think it's definitely okay. Um, uh, not a family show, uh, but if you're a Katie Seagal fan or a John Corbett fan or an Andy Garcia fan or just legal show fan, not a bad show. Um, also, Chad premiered last week. I made it through 15 minutes of this about the most cringy show I have ever, ever seen. Cannot recommend it even a little bit. Um, so... Uh, we say goodbye to Shameless forever this week. It was a pretty good season. It was a great run. 11 years. These kids basically grew up on the show. Uh, I'm not sure how old Macy is at the end of the show. Um, uh, it was a good season series finale. 
Um, I think it ends the way it's always been. Uh, it, it, it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's tough, hard knocks for the Gallagher family and their friends. So top 10 series I'm watching right now. And there's a lot out right now. I, I told you there'd be a big shakeup and there is a big shakeup in the top 10 because there's so much out right now. Number 10, Home Economics with Topher Grace. We just talked about it. Number nine, Invincible on Amazon. I'm liking it more and more. Uh, It it builds itself as an adult uh, comic, but it's not that racy, to be honest. It's not even that violent. Um, So uh, it's solid for the kids, though there is some blood from from time to time. Uh, Young Rock, I, I, I just... You know, I just like this show. I just like this show. We got a little bit of um, uh, a story about rock in college at the University of Miami last week and about sticking with friends and sticking together. It's always, you know, every every show is a moral. It's the rock. Uh, Seven, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'd really like this to get better. Uh, But it seems like the Winter Soldier just keeps getting his his ass kicked every week. I mean, he's a super soldier, right? Number six, everything's going to be okay. We talked about that. Five, for all mankind on Dizzy. They had a shootout on the moon. And guess who shot unarmed scientists? Of course, the Americans. Uh, Four, Gangs of London. Three, The Nevers. We talked about both of those. Number two, Made for Love. We got a good backstory on how they met in this last episode. She still has a chip in her head. Uh, We're getting a little bit more Ray Romano. Um, It's a good show. Good laughs. Uh, good balance, good stuff. And the blacklist is still my number one. It comes back this week. Can't wait to see it. Uh, so I moved Clarice off the list. Uh, they did get back to cases this week. They solved the case this week. This just isn't triggering the dark horror of Silence of the Lambs. It's tough because you can't help but compare this to Hannibal on NBC, which was just so good and so gritty. And so nasty, um, you know, we're expecting the same from Clarice, and we're just not going to get it. Um, you know, other things waiting in the wings, Rebel, Debris, which I kind of bumped off. I'm still watching it. It's just I think these other things are better. Uh, they just need to give us something interesting. Okay. So if you want to watch something straight through, you just need to binge something right away, right now. No series, no waiting a week. Number 10, The One. Number 9, Sky Rojo. 8, Three Caminos. 7, Bonding. 6, Tell Me Your Secrets. 5 is WandaVision. 4 is Serpent. What a great show that was. 3, It Is a Sin. And 2, The Watch. And number one is Firefly Lane. Uh, But there's a lot out there right now. And I think some of these are going to get bumped when I finish a few things. You know, them, who killed Sarah, the Irregulars. I'm really getting into the Irregulars. I'm watching more of it. It's big budget. I like what they're doing. Snob of cash as well as something waiting in the rings there. But not as much is coming out this week. So... Big Sky is back this week, episode 10. I was kind of hoping that was done. Um, 
Dad, stop embarrassing me. Jamie Foxx on Netflix on Wednesday. Jamie Foxx plays four characters. Not sure what to make of that. Law School on Netflix and Spy City uh, drama on AMC+. And also, I don't know where this is, uh, on, you know, but um, John Stamos and David E. Kelly coming out with a Disney show. John's a uh, high school girls basketball coach. Um, so obviously going to have to watch out for that. Uh, David E. Kelly not doing a crime drama. How about that? Um, so that's where we're at with that. On movies, I didn't see a lot of movies this week. There was just so much TV going on. However, I did watch Two Distinct Strangers. This is on Netflix. It is nominated for an Oscar for short film. This is 32 minutes. Uh, unfortunately, uh, extremely timing, timely, uh, given the newest police shootings in Minneapolis and Chicago. This show is about a time loop where a black man cannot figure out how to get back home without being shot by the police. Goes over and over and over. He tries all sorts of different things. And he dies and restarts the day over and over again. The message is very clear. It's a very, very creative way to address the issue. It is really good. No wonder it's nominated. Uh, I'm recommending Two Distinct Strangers. That is a whole lot of information about TV for this week. We will talk next week, week of April 19th, to see how all these new premieres went. Larry Goldman signing off.